I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be looking at 10 types of relationship problems. And this is a really important topic for you guys because if you're going through a breakup and you're trying to assess what went wrong, looking at the problems can help things become more clear. If you know what the problem is, you can do something about it. Right. But if you don't know what the problem is or it's one thing when you really think it's another, you're not going to be able to straighten things out and repair things. Right. So Margaret has a great uh, article to share with you guys on some of the relationship problems that are out there. And some of it's going to be stuff you heard before and some of it may be stuff you hadn't thought of or at least hadn't thought of lately. Mm -hmm. So here we go with the 10 reasons that couples break up. Number one, broken promises Lying, cheating, and stealing. None of those are good things. Broken promises. Big. Broken promises. Boy, I hate, you, I hate yes, when somebody breaks a promise yeah, to me. Absolutely. When I make a promise, I keep that promise. Right. Okay? It would yeah. take a lot. I don't think I've ever broken a promise. Right. I promise you that. <laughs> I believe you, Craig. Yeah, I, I'm big on that. Because yes. if somebody broke a promise to me when I was a kid, ooh, that really upset Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So too. that's why when I, don't, I make sure not to do that You now. don't do that yeah. to people that are close to you, yes. These violations of trust almost always result in relationship problems. Mm -hmm. And is an obvious reason a relationship fails. Mm -hmm. If the basic trust in a love relationship is repeatedly broken, mm -hmm. problems accumulate and the motivation to stay together decreases. Absolutely. Couples in loving relationships can learn to reconcile their differences and even survive a physical or emotional affair without anger or bitterness. So, yeah, beware of broken promises. And I've heard people say, well, I only, I only broke one promise. Well, that can be enough to really damage trust. And without trust, you don't have a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is just my personal opinion, okay. but I feel like men have more pressure on them to keep their word. Um, and I, I feel like if a man doesn't keep his word, a woman will get really angry at him. But when a woman doesn't keep her word, um, there's just not that kind of consequence. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes. My people will say things like, my word is my bond. I never break my word. Yes. And for women, it's not quite the same. I can, I can go along with that. And I think it's maybe because women are just more in tune with their feelings. Yep. And so when they give their word, it's based on how they're feeling in that minute. Right. And a, a man is kind of expected to hold that for That's whatever right. reason. Yeah. That's right. And how many of us have made promises just to get somebody to change the subject, right? It can be desperation sometimes. Mm, good point. All right. Imbalance of power in relationships. And this is a big one. 
Couples may be more likely to break up when one partner has more decision-making power than the other. Yep. When one person makes all the decisions about activities, friends, financial matters, household matters, and vacations, the relationship isn't balanced or loving and quickly becomes unstable. Both partners should equally share the decision-making power or the relationship may fail. Mm -hmm. And I have asked people, how come you didn't discuss it with him or with her? Well, I was afraid she might get mad at me and sometimes she tells me I can't do it and so forth and so on. What have you heard? Yeah, I mean, I see that oftentimes one person just thinks that um, they can make all the decisions and they're not considerate of how the other person feels about it. Right. And, you know, when you do that enough, it can, it just can be too much. I, I remember somebody uh, went out and bought like a car or a motorcycle one time and it was just like, can we at least talk about this first? I'm not going to tell you no, but can we at least talk about it? Yeah, but it was the day after the washing machine broke, you know, and now I have to go down to the river. That's a little extreme, but um, things really need to be discussed and you might get away with not doing it once or twice. But after that, it becomes really unfair. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we need a washing machine. You want a motorcycle. How are we going to get together on this? Because if you just go by the motorcycle and don't tell me, I'm not going to forget about that in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those things can happen, and it can be either partner who's in control. Mm -hmm. um, some guys come home and hand the paycheck to mom. Um, I mean, all, there are all sorts of ways this can break down, but it does not work over time. Okay. Like I say, short term it may, but mm -hmm. not over time. Acceptance of stereotypes in relationships. This was once a more common reason why couples break up, but it still exists today. Yes, it does. Mistaken gender myths include beliefs such as men should earn more money than women, or women should stay at home and raise the children. If I do think that men earning money is still a big I one. I do too. That's and a I lot of pressure men on feel, men. Yes, and I think men feel woefully inadequate if they don't or they can't. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And then they say, you know, maybe you deserve better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. That's a big one. I knew a couple who struggled for years to stay together. And finally it became evident that the wife could make much more money than he could. And he became a house husband. But he only lasted three years before it was too much of an assault on his being macho head of the household. And I think they could have made it if they had framed it a little bit differently, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but those stereotypes are still there. Don't think for a minute all that's gone. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to hear the comments from the women on this. Honestly, I, I would, would want. To, to, I would yeah. like to see if you ladies agree that yeah, it's true. I still feel like the man should be earning more, or the main breadwinner of the house. Um, just share your opinion. Is it is it really true for you, ladies? Do you still feel like that? Is do you still have that pressure in your home where your parents are putting that pressure on your partner? Because I feel like and that they happens. can easily do that. Yeah. And again, that reminds me to be careful of letting pressure come from your family of origin into your marriage. Oh yeah, that's big. Yeah. Um, big problem. 
What they say here is if couples believe these stereotypes, they create false expectations that can lead to splitting up, and that's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, isolation from friends and family. The reason for splitting up is based on fear and insecurity. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. The reason for splitting up is based on fear and insecurity. New couples may isolate themselves from other people because they're in love and want to be together. Yeah. A brief period of cocooning is normal for many couples. Sure. But it's far healthier to interact with other people regularly. Okay, don't isolate. Okay. Um, lack of knowledge. If one or both partners are not in tune with their own interests, needs, desires, future plans, goals, values, and preferences, then it's difficult for them to build a better marriage or healthy love relationship. Self-knowledge helps partners communicate who they are and what they want in a relationship which can prevent problems. Mm -hmm. How often do we hear, she said she broke up with me because she doesn't know what she wants. Mm. I haven't heard it as much about men. I have heard it though. Um, he doesn't seem to know where he's going. He's just going to be living the same life 20 years from now if nobody intervenes. That sort of thing. So it is important to know what you want or you can't hope to get it. Right? Yep. You know, people are always going to waver with things and be uncertain about things okay, in their sure, life. Sure. And sometimes if their vision is something that doesn't include you, you know, it's going to be a reason for a breakup that you yeah. might not see coming right. because it doesn't have to do with you and them together in their that relationship. It has to do with them expecting something different from their life. I came across a situation a few weeks ago where suddenly the woman in the relationship decided she was dedicated to rescuing dogs all over the world mm -hmm. and began to travel all over the world. She did not know that that was a passion of hers and certainly neither did her partner mm -hmm. who kept waiting for her to come home and I wasn't sure it was ever going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you need to know what you want and if it fits with the life you're living. Um, and people will say to you, and it's perfectly all right to be honest about it, I don't know what I want. Well, are you working on figuring it out? Because that's extremely important. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. And here's a really big one. Low self-esteem, insecurity, and lack of self-confidence. That's huge. Yes, it is. Couples break up because one partner feels unworthy of being loved. That's profound. Yes. Okay? And if you feel unworthy of being loved, what are you going to do to your partner? You tell us. You're going to push the partner away. If I think I'm not a worthy person and this poor guy loves me, that's crazy and it makes no sense in my head. So when he comes along and says you're wonderful, I'm going to laugh at him and say that's ridiculous. My mother told me I was a creep. Okay. That's yeah, and that one happens a lot. All the time. Insecurity comes out All in the so time. much of our yep. behavior. Yep. Um, it makes us jealous, angry, lash out, yep. controlling, manipulative. You know, and that all stems from early attachment. Yep. You know, that's your model for yep. the world. Absolutely. And so that's what romantic love looks like to Absolutely. you too. Absolutely. 
This insecurity can lead to possessiveness and dependency, which isn't healthy for either partner in the love relationships. Oftentimes, couples break up because of insecurity and jealousy. Well, if I think I'm unworthy of being loved, I'm going to think my partner must be cheating on me all the time because that's what I deserve and that's what any reasonable person would do. Wow. Okay? Mm -hmm. And there are people, and we've talked about that, oftentimes people from dysfunctional families don't feel worthy of being loved. Or if they haven't thought about it, what they know is that being loved feels really different from anything they thought love was or that love was in their family. Yeah. Okay. And what, we did a really good video a couple of weeks ago about dysfunctional families. Yeah. You should definitely go back and watch that one. I think it's called like Understanding Dysfunctional yeah, Families. Yeah, Dysfunctional Families. Really, right. really good video. Yeah. And I've had some feedback from people about it. I will revisit the issue uh, fairly soon. Because uh, it seems to have been helpful. But there are people who feel unworthy of being loved and like there's something wrong when somebody treats them right. And I've had people tell me that they're somehow afraid, why would anybody be nice to me just because I'm me? What's wrong with them? Mm -hmm. So there must be some strings attached. What are they going to want back? Mm -hmm. And if it's a sincere person, nothing. It's, it's free. But it's hard to believe if you're not used to it. And that one's huge, and that can cause lots of anxiety in relationships. Mm -hmm. And when you hear people say, you know, I have an anxious attachment style, they worry from minute one that this person is going to leave them. Yeah. Um, I knew a, a couple one time, and they were very young and from very difficult situations, both of them. And she made the man walk around with his eyes down. And I remember him looking at the snow. It was up north. I remember him walking around looking at the snow because if she let him look up and around the world, he might see other girls. What, are you looking at that snow angel? Yeah, right? What are you looking at, that snow mm -hmm. angel? You checking that, out her wings? And the poor guy was so insecure and so afraid of losing her, he did it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's a huge concept, and that will come up again, as many of these basic concepts do. Yeah. Excessive jealousy, one of the most common reasons couples break up. Jealousy is cited as one of the most frequent causes of the breakup of romantic relationships, mm -hmm. writes a researcher. Delusional jealousy can trigger abuse and violence. Ooh. It can, which can and should be why a couple breaks up. Now, it, I haven't checked recently, but it used to be in the DSM, the, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that everybody uses to make diagnoses. And it used to be a category of paranoia, mm. that sometimes a very jealous spouse can come up with a, an elaborate kind of conspiracy theory that the wife is running around and have a very elaborate feeling based on little pieces of information here and there that they've weaved into a whole scenario. Wow. And that's rare, but it does happen, and I have seen it. I would think somebody would have had a lot of trauma yes. in their childhood to yes, do that. absolutely. But, I've, but it can reach the level of, you know, out of touch with reality. So it's serious business. Do you now, think that either of the sexes has more of an issue with that? I would, I would be more inclined to say it's men who do it more often. That's what I was thinking, right. that men are yeah. more jealous yeah. and 
um, controlling. Right, and feeling like they have to kind of rule their kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Um, Not uh, that women aren't capable of right. it. Yeah, oh, sure. But I think it is mostly men. And I can think of a woman I worked with at one point um, whose husband had an elaborate scenario. She bought herself a watch and di didn't wear the one he gave her anymore. So he insisted, of course, that another man had bought it for her, and that's why she was wearing it. And she hadn't been at home on the day he thinks she bought it, and it went on and on. And you might as well have talked to the wall, as have explained to him how it really happened. Mm -hmm. But that's a little bit unusual. And then there's normal jealousy, but that can cause serious relationship problems. And then you have people looking at each other's phones and kind of tracking each other and um, not believing everything they're told. And um, The other one that starts in junior high school, as far as I can see, is that um, a boy and a girl, a man and a woman, seem to be enjoying each other and having a good relationship. And friends are only too eager to tell one of them that the other has heard from the grapevine that so-and-so has been seen with somebody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And those things are really toxic. They're toxic in junior high, never mind in adulthood. Mm -hmm. And the person often believes the source and doesn't even ask their partner before they draw conclusions. Mm -hmm. That causes all kinds of troubles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Ineffective communication. Big one. Oh, yes. In many ways, I want to say the biggest. You think so? I, I think so. Um, and I will often say, well, have you ever said that to your partner? Oh, no. Well, why not? Well, he might have gotten upset or she might have gotten upset. Well, if you don't communicate, you're not going to make it. But anyway, both partners need to be able to share their thoughts, feelings, opinions, values, needs, frustrations, and joys. Sometimes couples avoid speaking honestly and hide their true selves, which may not always lead to a breakup, mm -hmm. but it doesn't strengthen their bond. And I will say to people who say, we didn't know how to communicate at all, well, tell me a little bit about your family. Nobody talked to anybody else is what I hear. Um, both parents came home from work. Somebody got a meal together. The family might have sat together, but if they did, they didn't talk. And nobody ever, ever put word to emotion in this person's entire life. So when I come along and say, well, you know, were you communicating? It's even kind of hard for them to answer the question because they don't know what's normal. Yeah. Right? Screaming and yelling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. or total silence and yeah. isolation. It's interesting. In my childhood, I felt like screaming and yelling was normal. Yeah, I, that sure. was normal to me because sure, sure. my stepdad was like this big Italian mafia type guy who may or may not have been in the mafia at some point. Yeah. Um, and my second stepdad was almost a clone of him. Yeah. And there was always screaming and yelling and threatening and mm -hmm. and all kinds of insanity yeah. that literally it, it looked like uh, straight out of a Godfather yeah. or a Goodfellas type of movie. Yeah. That's the way my both my stepdads were. So why and, would you want to communicate with him? So it's a miracle I can communicate. <laughs> at all, yes, at all, at all. But, and you, I, I remember one adolescent I talked to one time uh, who was very, very lonely and very depressed as a result. Um, and I remember her telling me that um, she would always spend evenings in her room 
where her turtle was, and she was the most connected to the turtle of anybody in the house. Mm -hmm. And she had a mother, a stepfather, and siblings. Um, so there are some families that do not communicate at all, and although oftentimes they're interested and willing to try it, they kind of accept the suggestion as, wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. Mm -hmm. You can't tell people things, they get upset. And again, as Craig says, and get people getting upset may mean all kinds of crazy scenes. So, um, No, it did have, in my house. Yeah. So you have to always be um, aware of communication. And I'm amazed when I hear of the number of families who live in silence virtually. Which is interesting, because um, I've heard that my grandmother on my mom's side and my grandfather wouldn't talk to each other for weeks at a time. Yep. Yep. But my grandfather passed away when I was so little. I only have like one real memory of him. I think right. I was probably like four or five right. when he passed away. And I think we need to remember too that if things are crazy, then people may decide that silence is the best way to go because if you say anything, God knows what can happen, you know. But you always have to evaluate your communication because you don't hear it, you know, while people are together, but you hear after the fact, I don't think we communicated very well. Or I'll say, you know, how do you think your partner felt about blah, blah, blah? I have no idea. What do you mean you don't have any idea? Well, I never asked. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. you got to communicate. You have to communicate. you know, a big part of a relationship is a connection. Right. And when you're feeling disconnected, words can help. Yes, words can help. We have great faith in words, but we also realize that if you come from a family that was nonverbal, um, you can easily think that's a little crazy in the beginning. What are words going to do? You know, they're going to help, honest. Mm -hmm. And I had somebody not long ago ask me if I was serious when I said, have you said something? They said something very honest and really very insightful to me. And I said, well, have you said that? To your partner and it was absolute incredulity how could you even think of that <laughs> I'm sure he would have been happy to hear it you know all right control issues if one partner is trying to control or manipulate the other the relationship can become weak or destructive very quickly what is the opposite of manipulating communicating yes so directly it, directly exactly and when you say that to people manipulating is a result of not communicating directly they kind of look at you and like what's wrong with that um, if you're manipulating somebody you're not communicating with them tell them what you want yep um, if one partner is trying to control or manipulate the other the relationship can quickly become weak or destructive yep. controlling behaviors include checking up on the partner name-calling, threatening the partner, requiring the partner to check in all the time, mm -hmm. or not allowing any deviations from the schedule. Yep. You ever heard the story about the woman um, who's 15 minutes later than usual getting yep. home from the grocery store and the husband insists she's getting it on with the bag boy? Okay. Now that's a rather extreme example, but these things do happen. Yes. Where were you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's all from anxiety. That's all from anxiety possibly going back to not feeling worthy about being loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, what do we got, one more? We got one more. Um, unhealthy physical behavior. Now this is pretty obvious. This is an obvious relationship problem that should lead to an immediate breakup. You mean physical abuse? Yes. Physical, intimate, 
and emotional abuse are attempts to gain total control over a partner. Scary. Yes. Though relationships like this should end immediately, couples stay together for various reasons. So, but if you hear about it, you quickly say, you cannot stay in a dangerous situation. There's no love going on no. if you're getting abused or right. abusing someone else. And men will literally say, I'm doing this to you because I love you. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I've had people say that to me. My husband said he abuses me because he loves me and he doesn't want me to leave him. Okay. Well, maybe I believe that he doesn't want me to leave him part, but not out of <laughs> That's love. That's not why he's abusing. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. So those are, there are some extremes in here, but we need to know about the extremes sometimes because they make the, the ordinary easier Absolutely. to understand. And there are many yeah. of you out there that are in a relationship where there yeah. was some physical abuse, even if it was never, a never, few incidents. Never acceptable. And verbal abuse is, emotional abuse is very dangerous too. And not speaking to each other for long periods of time is now classified as emotional abuse. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, a lot okay. of great information in that yeah, one. Yeah, a lot of solid information. Not that you haven't heard it before, but here it is just organized a different way. Yeah, and looking at it, you can evaluate your yes. situation and yeah. think, well, we struggle in this department and we struggle yeah. in that department and that's got to be something that I work on and correct for trying to repair it with them or with the next person. Yep. Because learning about relationships and bettering yourself should always be a priority for yourself. Right. And that way you can have happy relationships that are fulfilling and, you know, not self-destructive. That's right. I remember when I was a kid growing up, there was a girl across the street who had dated someone for years and years and years. And just when they were getting pretty close to being married, she broke up with him and everyone was aghast what had gone wrong. And she had rightfully concluded that when they were, the, were alone with each other, they had nothing to talk about. Mm. She was right on. Conversation is a huge part of intimacy. Words are what make us different from all the other things that love each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. So hopefully you found this presentation helpful and it'll give you something to really think about with what may have gone wrong that led to your breakup and some ideas on what you could do to correct and fix things. Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. I am, and feel free to contact me. I'd love to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to talk with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.